you can live a low toxic life, but not a non-toxic life. Food and products can be low toxic and non-toxic. Welcome to Bliss Up with Steph. I'm your host, Stephanie, and for over a decade, I've been navigating the health and wellness trends as a fitness trainer, nutritionist, and business owner with the goal of empowering others to pay attention and listen to themselves so they can be more fulfilled and show up as their best. It's time to slow down and balance your wellness to be more aware, more authentic, and more aligned so you can rise above the half-assed shit in life. You may hear these words being thrown around like low toxic, high toxic, non-toxic, but what the heck do they mean and why should you care? Let's talk about it. I want to start by saying this information isn't made to scare you or replace medical advice. It's here to educate you so you can make informed decisions regarding your health. So let's first discuss what toxins are. Toxins are heavy metals like mercury, lead, arsenic, aluminum. They're chemicals like pesticides and herbicides. And they're biotoxins like mold, viruses, bacteria, and parasites that create additional work for the lymphatic system to process and flush out. They can disrupt digestion, endocrine function, hormones, gut health, and overall quality of life. Where are toxins found? They can be in the food we eat, the products we use, the environment we're living in, the relationships we cultivate, the mindset we have, and the substances we may use. And what goes on and around our body eventually goes into our body. So it all matters. So it's not if you're being exposed to toxins, it's how much you're being exposed to. And the body doesn't know the difference between these different toxins being physical, chemical, or emotional. The body will have a reaction regardless. In my online course called Flush, I go over these toxin categories in much detail, but as a quick overview, we'll go over a few here. Toxins in foods are going to be things like artificial sweeteners, sugars, pesticides and herbicides that are sprayed on crops, antibiotics and hormones that may be in animal products, and artificial colors. Toxins in products are going to be ingredients such as fragrances, parabens, pathalates. Toxins in the environment are pollutants, dust, pet dander, EMFs, which are electromagnetic fields such as microwaves, tanning beds, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Toxic relationships that may be physical, emotional, or financially abusive or cause any type of trauma. Toxic mindset is thinking negatively of yourself and pushing down your feelings. Toxins and substances include alcohol, medications, drugs, and even some supplements that have unnecessary ingredients that may be contributing to your toxic load. Basically, it is whatever is causing stress on our body and making it harder to complete normal functions. Here are some statistics to put this in perspective. There are 26 trillion pounds of chemicals per year being manufactured or imported in the USA, which equates to 247 pounds per person 
per day of chemicals that are being manufactured or imported into the USA. It's everywhere. Our lawns, in our cars, on our clothing, in the air, and unfortunately so many more areas. And that's insane. There is no way to escape these toxins. So we need to become educated so that we can reduce wherever possible to decrease our overall toxic load. Now, what is toxic load? It is the accumulation of these toxins. So imagine you have a bucket of water and each drop of water is a toxin. If one drop is added, it will disperse throughout the entire bucket and wouldn't cause much of an issue. But over time, those drops will continue to add up, contaminating the entire bucket, which is our system that is being overburdened with said toxins. When the body is overburdened with toxins, our internal organs can't function properly and either too much inflammation builds up or our body under-responds and is unable to eliminate the pathogens effectively meaning that our body is working either far harder than it should, which is reducing the energy that we could put elsewhere, or it's like, all right, peace out, I am not putting my energy into this, so the body just continues to be compromised, and that's when symptoms may arise. And when our body is compromised, its natural ability to release toxins is impacted, so the toxic load becomes even heavier, and our body's natural detox pathways may shut down. And you may hear people say, well, we have a liver and kidneys to detox toxins, which is true, but the issue is with the amount of toxins we're exposed to on a daily basis, it is overburdening the system. So it's compromising the function of these organs and they're having a much harder time keeping up with the demand. Some signs and symptoms of toxic overload are digestive issues like constipation or diarrhea, sugar or refined carb cravings, lethargy or low energy, muscle and joint pain, skin issues like rashes or acne, hair issues like your hair falling out, nail issues like dry or brittle nails or fungus under your nails, unexplained weight loss or weight gain. So if you are not trying to lose weight and you just continue losing weight, or if you unexpectedly gain weight without changing anything in your life, unpleasant body odor, brain fog, memory issues, headaches or migraines, mood swings, mental exhaustion or burnout, sleep disruption, so having trouble falling asleep or having trouble staying asleep or difficulty concentrating. And not to say any one person will experience all of these limitations, But your body will start speaking to you once it's having a hard time keeping up with the amount of toxins entering your system. And your body will likely express this in ways that you will recognize or in ways that you've been alerted before. So pay attention because toxin overload could lead to more serious conditions such as ADHD, asthma, autism, autoimmune disorders, cancer, chronic inflammation, hormonal imbalance, reproductive issues, or skin conditions like psoriasis or eczema. For some more statistics, in 2016, the Environmental Working Group, also known as EWG, released a report from a year-long study showing that 420 chemicals, which are known or likely known to cause cancer, 
were found in the human body across different populations. And that was 2016, you guys. That number is only increasing. And I also wanted to include this interesting story I read about a while back because it just stuck with me after I heard about it. So back when PFOA, I would completely butcher that word if I try to say the whole thing, but when PFOA was used to make Teflon, which is the chemical that gives it its nonstick properties, when Teflon was being manufactured, there was a huge issue in the town that the factory was in. And one worker actually was directly involved in mixing the chemicals, and she was pregnant, and she later gave birth to a son, Bucky Bailey, who was born with one eye out of place and only one nostril, and he would later need around 30 reconstructive surgeries on his face. And that wasn't even from him directly in contact with the chemicals. That was from him being in his mother's uterus and her breathing in those fumes. So I thought that story was just wild and very upsetting. And they didn't really have that much information back then about this. And they weren't told what could happen with the, with the contact of these chemicals. So that's why I think that we are in a better spot now just because we have this information and we're able to make decisions regarding our health. So toxins may affect people differently depending on our level of exposure to these toxins as well as our genetics and our lifestyle. And we could also have built up a resilience to certain ingredients and that's why some people may have reactions to certain products that others don't and that's your body's way of showing you that it doesn't work well with that specific ingredient. Like since I've lowered my toxic load, it's so hard for me to handle like chemical smells. Like I avoid walking down the aisle in the grocery store that has all the cleaning products because it is just so nauseating to me. So basically toxin overload or high toxic load or toxicity or whatever you want to call it interrupts the natural rhythm and flow of our body, which induces stress causing issues within our body and mind. Because we all know Newton's first law of motion, right? Energy in motion stays in motion. So when our internal system isn't flowing freely or it's blocked, then we aren't continuing all of those internal processes properly that is needed in order to stay healthy. I imagine this overload as kind of like cotton within the body and it's causing all these blockages and not allowing energy to flow freely. And as you can imagine, that causes a lot of problems internally, which will eventually be expressed externally. And side note, that is why it is so important to get to the root cause of the symptoms you're experiencing because if you just mask it with medications or whatever, you're not fixing the actual problem and it's just going to continue to perpetuate and express it in other ways and other symptoms. So what can we do to combat this? We can begin to reduce our toxic load and transition to a low-tox lifestyle. And I'm not going to lie, it's going to be an adjustment at first, getting used to new products and getting out of old habits. But I'll tell you, once I started focusing on lowering my toxic load, that is when I saw the biggest change in my body composition. 
the weight just fell off without me even really trying and I truly felt so much lighter and less puffy I felt like I could move better perform better and that's why I'm so passionate about it because this was a game changer for me and we can't truly remove all toxins from our life and there are some things we can't change like the air quality outside for instance so I encourage you to focus on what is in your control and where you can limit your exposure My suggestion would be to take inventory of your toxic load and see where you may be exposed to the most toxins. So think about those different categories again, food, products, environment, relationships, mindset, and substances. Where can you realistically start to reduce your exposure? Maybe you start to reduce the amount of highly processed foods you're eating or you start swapping out some of your products, or reducing exposure in your environment, or managing some of your relationships, or seeing where you can manage stress better, or taking inventory of the medications and supplements you're taking. Wherever it seems feasible for you, start there. There's absolutely no need to change everything at once. That would be super overwhelming and probably cause more stress, which is actually going to add to your toxic load. So let's take products, for example. Don't just swap all of your products out at once. That's very wasteful and will put a pretty big dent in your wallet. Instead, replace as you run out. So once you finish a product, replace it with a lower toxic option. And I share a bunch of alternatives on my Instagram page, and it will also be in my upcoming course called Nourish. So feel free to message me if you're looking for a better option to a specific product that you can't find in my highlights on my Instagram. Also take inventory of your current products and throw away any expired products. I didn't know this until a few years ago, but on most hair and skin products, there's a little container symbol with a six or 12 indicating that the product expires after opening it. So start getting rid of older products and not only will you reduce your toxic load, but you'll also be getting all that clutter out of the way. When you begin shopping for lower toxic products, be aware of greenwashing. Greenwashing involves making an unsubstantiated claim to deceive consumers into believing that a company's products are environmentally friendly or have a greater positive environmental impact than they actually do. So just because a company markets their product as clean or natural doesn't necessarily mean it is. There are no regulations on how a company can market their product, so they can label it as whatever they want without much to back it up. Some people may think the FDA regulates products, but the FDA stands for Food and Drug Administration. So they only regulate food and drugs. They don't regulate products. And even if they did, the FDA only prohibits the use of about 30 toxic chemicals. For context, the Canadian government has banned or restricted around 600 ingredients, while the European Union has banned over 1,400 ingredients. So, USA, what are you doing? Only banning 30 when other countries are banning almost 1,000 or over 1,000 chemicals? No wonder why diseases have been skyrocketing and obesity has increased. It's just wild to me. And that is why we have to take it into our own hands. And when you do start to use lower toxic products, 
know that a little bit goes a long way since it's more concentrated and it's not full of a ton of filler ingredients that's just lowering the quality of the product. You don't need as much as you think you do. I included a resource in the show notes that provides you with a list of all the ingredients to be cautious of on your personal care and cleaning products as well as food products. So refer to that when taking inventory of your products and selecting new ones. What a lot of people may not realize is that reducing your toxic load is just one piece of the puzzle in lowering your toxicity. It's a big part of it, don't get me wrong, but if you try to detox your body of toxicity while still exposing yourself to massive amounts of toxins, then you're just continuously putting that burden on your body while simultaneously trying to get rid of it again, and you're just still in that overburdening your body and the body probably still won't be able to keep up. So you first have to reduce your toxic load, then make sure your lymph is flowing, then make sure your detox pathways are open, and then you can detox. I will talk about these three steps in greater detail in future episodes, but if you're ready to take this on yourself, I created an entire course that I mentioned earlier called Flush And that is a 100% self-paced online course that walks you step-by-step in all of this. Ditching the toxic shit from your life to purify your body and feel so much lighter, more energized, and overall better. For listening to this episode, I'm gifting a limited amount of listeners 50% off the Flush course. Just use code BLISSUP at checkout. That is B-L-I-S-S-U-P. Let me know if you have any questions or if you're interested in learning more about a low-tox lifestyle. All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with someone who will benefit so we can continue to raise the vibration. You can follow me, our guests, Flexible Wellness, and the podcast using the links in the show notes. Come back next Thursday for another new episode. Until then, slow down and bliss up, babes.